I think we just um <laughs> I think that this conversation really just sums up the fact that we probably need therapy. <laughs> oh, 100%. Welcome back to another episode of Candid Cloud Convos. It's your favorite podcast hosts, Gina and Emilita. Hopefully you liked last week and you came back for this week's episode because consistency is not our strong suit, but we're here. We're, we're here. here. It's coming through. It's coming through. We're manifesting consistency. You're welcome. You're welcome. So <laughs> <laughs> and on to you, Gina. <laughs> Say it again, say it again. This is going to be like a real newscast. And back to you, Gina. (laughs) I can't. Thanks, Emily. So yeah, so back on the site today, right here behind me, we have... (laughs) (laughs) They really do be like that too. And they're like, yes, thank you. (laughs) Absolutely, Emily. So let me just tell you, it's unbelievable. The site that we're seeing right now at this time. Right. Oh, shit. I thought I deleted our whole notes. Oh, my God. Okay. I'd be like, all right, it's canceled. Gotta go. That's all you get this week. <laughs> An utter fail. <sighs> okay. We got a big topic this week. Yeah. A heavier Honestly, it's a pretty big, t- yeah. Heavier to- topic. Toctic? 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 Maybe that could be the new TikTok. Toxic TikTok? But like T-A-L-K. That's good. You see what I'm saying? You see what I'm saying? (laughs) Okay, I cannot. That could be for like podcast clips. We gotta do that. We should. uh, Let us know if you guys would like to see that. I know. And All you know, of our like highlights. Like a, like we're real when we've seen each other, and that didn't happen. We didn't do that. Yeah. I don't think we really got a good opportunity to either, though. No. So yeah. definitely, you know. I think too because we started awful. separately, so it would have been hard yeah. to like do the journey before getting there. Yeah. You know? We'll figure it out. We'll we'll, we'll do it. it. Work in progress. We'll get back to you. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> we didn't say yet what our topic is. Oh yeah. Right. It comes with the heaviness, but we're still going to do our little spin on it, you know? Yeah. So we wanted to talk about boundaries this Mm -hmm. week and just kind of, I don't know, just kind of get into like the different things when it comes to boundaries. Yeah. I don't know if we've ever talked about it before. I'm sure we've like touched up on it, but we've never done an entire episode just dedicated to boundaries and kind of what comes with that. Mm -hmm. And I think it's also like, we talk a lot about self-care and I think- Yeah. Setting boundaries and sticking to them is probably like the most important form of self-care I think you could do or like it's not really an activity but keeping that up I feel like has a huge part in all aspects of your life because boundaries is not just with other people it's with yourself with your finances with your time Literally, like, every aspect. Yeah, everything. And I think it's hard when, because 
I mean, you have to start learning at a certain point, the boundaries that you have within yourself yeah. and then holding yourself to that, mm-hmm. which gets you to the point where you can hold other people to that too. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So it's like a boundary is basically like a limit mm-hmm. to whatever you like feel comfortable with basically right would you agree yeah yeah I would say like the limits that you set with other people with yourself with family members with your partner with friends whatever it is um <clears throat> and they it says online I looked up some definitions and yeah it was basically just saying like a boundary definition is just a limit that keeps you or puts you in a place to protect your well-being so it like keeps you safe. Yeah. yeah. But do you think there's a difference between a preference and a boundary? Or do you think it's the same thing? No, I don't. Well, to be honest, I've never really thought about like even comparing the two. Yeah. Um, but I don't see them as the same. Uh-huh. Like, I like one pre- holds more weight to it, I feel like. Yeah. Like I feel like yeah. a preference is something that can kind of be like, it can change you know like I get I get a boundary can too but I think a boundary is a lot more significant I guess than what a preference would be like that's just what you prefer but like a boundary is like yeah like this is not you cannot cross this boundary you can't cross this line I don't know that's a really good preference is like a warning (laughs) yes yes the reason why I ask is because um I was listening to another podcast and they were talking about the Kiki Palmer situation with her baby daddy uh and how not saying that like the whole situation that happened it's whatever to be picked apart because it was on the internet so we're gonna talk about it okay I'm understanding what you're talking about so basically they were Uh saying how they were saying that a preference is more important okay but that their boundary so his boundaries are to have his woman or whatever not I guess show too much skin let's just say right Hmm. but his preference is that like he already got with her out of his own preferences because he could look at her Instagram or look at modeling picture whatever the case may be and she's probably taking pictures in bikinis or in dresses or like certain outfits that show her body off which is her fucking like what do you call it like a her prerogative yeah like she should be able to do whatever the fuck she wants yeah. So with you trying to get with someone that's already against your preferences or not aligned with your preferences, and then they were basically saying how like in those cases, then you get with that person and you slowly start taking away their true version of themselves and more yeah. them into what you wanted, but you should have just been with someone who already met those right. preferences, which are I feel supposedly like that's almost- more important. It's kind of like putting boundaries on that person, right? Be based on your preference, you know. Like right. it reminds me of you heard the thing about with like Jonah Hill and like his ex that was exposing. Right. They talked about that. that with the same like right after that situation. They talked about that one too. Yeah, and yeah. so it's like, you know, if that's what his preference is in yeah. a partner, it's not to say that that's bad. Like that's just who he wants to go for, and that's fine because yeah. I'm sure there's you know there's women out there that don't you know that post meets their own yeah that meets that whatever value and that's yeah. fine yeah. but 
you can't get with somebody that does this and then ask them to change. Exactly. Like and that's you, exactly what they were getting at. Like, yeah, you know, it's like, that's your preference. already doesn't meet your preferences. Exactly. Like, why try to change them at that point and put it on them like they're doing something wrong when right. you knew this going into it? Or like, what if even, okay, maybe she didn't dress that way that before, but she said that like after she had her baby, she felt like her body really filled out and she's very confident yeah. in the body that she has now. And so maybe she feels more confident to for her. outfits, which yeah. is amazing because not everybody feels the most confident after having a baby. Like right. she feels confident in her body. Yeah. She feels good about it. It was so, her birthday. I, yeah, I think I thought like when I seen the video, I thought it was going to be that he was like serenading her and like that was going to be the issue or something like yeah. that. Like maybe he was uncomfortable with that. Like the closeness. It, yeah, the closeness and all yeah. that stuff. But he literally just came for her outfit which is wild and the fact that he's like you're a mom okay what is that supposed to mean yeah and like i'm a mom so that means i can't wear what i want to wear anymore exactly you're right i I am someone's mom and i'm gonna do what i want because if i can take care of someone other than myself i can sure as hell take care of myself yeah like that makes no sense and also she knew usher from like years ago like they've been friends for years it's not like they've ever like done anything outside of that Uh uh-huh and that's also going to be doing it on stage like you know part of his show like it's not like he just did it at that one show it's literally it happens in every single one and what's the point of putting it on social media like if you don't like it have that conversation with her privately like you're embarrassing yourself really it's a joke really and also it even said online that um like an example of a healthy boundary would be the right to learn and grow and change your preferences or like what you personally like so like you said maybe she didn't dress like that before but now that she has a new body after becoming a mom she has the right to change her mind about things and be a different person you know like she can do whatever the hell she wants and that's when it comes into play when it comes into like relationship is growing with your partner. Mm-hmm. They're not going to be the same person that they were when you guys met, like, and what, at whatever age you guys meet at, you know, like you no one's going to be the that. same person. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like either you grow together and you love the person that they're becoming. And obviously she's not doing anything wrong. She's just happy and feeling good about herself. Yeah. So I don't yeah. really understand why that would be a problem or an issue, but it goes, it just goes to show, you know, when it comes to relationships and how you said changing those boundaries and different things maybe you had this boundary before and you don't have that now if someone can accept that right their problem yeah and like if you first this is like a dumb example or like a small example but let's just say when you first get with them you're like oh yeah my favorite soda is Fanta Orange I don't know and then five years into your relationship you're like you know what actually my favorite is Dr. Pepper and they're like oh but it used to be and like make you feel bad about the fact yeah. that you changed your preference or like what you like. I don't even know who you are anymore. Right. And it's like, that's not this, like, I should have the right to change what throughout the years. Yeah. Know? Cause I'm definitely not the same person I was even a year ago. And don't you want your, your partner to grow and like, right. You know, evolve? And you learn from each other and like each yeah. other's experiences and stuff too. So I don't know why that could be a bad thing. Yeah, I think it's, I think when you have your own boundaries for yourself, that's healthy. Yeah. But when you start putting boundaries on other people, that's when it becomes toxic. Yeah. And one of the things that I know you like is in the notes here, which I actually really liked was about you're having your own triggers. 
Mm-hmm. And I feel like that kind of comes into play with that too. Yeah. And I had never heard really it like that quick. before. Yeah. Read it really quick. And then I want to tell okay. you what also I've heard about like when it comes to people's triggers. Okay. So I seen this quote on um, Instagram and it says, you have to learn the difference between someone disrespecting you versus you feeling disrespected. Emotional ears hear from a place of offense. Sometimes it's not what they said. It's what you are triggered by. And unless you know what your triggers, you'll see everything as an attack. And I was like, damn. Yeah. And I think, and it's so funny because I had seen, um, I don't actually know where I had seen it at, but it was pretty much just saying like, you're responsible for your triggers. You know, it's, and it's because I feel like nowadays, no shit, maybe like cancel culture, whatever. Right. But it's our fucking podcast. I feel like nowadays people are so, so, so sensitive. Oh yeah. And is it right to be, you know, validating people's feelings? Obviously, yes. Like, of course, I'm not saying that it's not, but to an extent now you're, I feel like a lot of people expect to be coddled when it comes to their triggers or, you know, certain things. And I think this really explains it well is like someone could have said something and it did trigger you, Mm -hmm. but that doesn't mean that was their intent. That doesn't mean that this person maliciously like trying to set a trigger off for you. Yeah. So it's not the other person's fault. Like you have to learn how to deal with your triggers. And like, right. if someone's intentionally doing it, that's different, right? Of course. But like if it's just something random and it just so happens to trigger you, that's not the that's other person's not on responsibility. Them. Yeah. It's your responsibility on how you handle it. Exactly. And Ooh, I think that's something a that, lot of people forget nowadays. That's literally perfect because I also seen um, if you have a lack of personal boundaries with yourself, then you're prone to accept responsibilities that aren't yours because you don't know where your responsi- responsibilities end and where that other person's right. responsibilities start. Uh-huh. Because they just get meshed. Or like right. kind of when we talked about before, like being a people pleaser, like cool. you think you're in charge of everyone's feelings and everyone's everything going on that you take on those responsibilities probably without even thinking about it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause you don't know there's, it's like a blurred lines. You don't know where it's like the line in sand. Mm-hmm. So then and you're just like fucking guilty for everything. That and like the Always your fault. For real. No, really. Like <laughs> you think something went wrong. It's like, Oh, I could have did this or I should have did that. And like, it has yeah. nothing to do with you. And like, they also, you know, I was reading a book um, where it was just like, it's almost, you know, you're putting yourself in this place. Like you swear you're the main character, even if as people please, like, you don't like having the center of attention and right. or, like, are you the type of person that doesn't like to be the center of attention? Yeah. But when you think of it as how you keep thinking of yourself as I need to be the one to like, you know, or someone's thinking of me this way and you're just overthinking about everything, you're making yeah. yourself the main character when probably no one's really paying that much attention. Like, yeah. And it's <laughs> I, so I could say I do like, that myself. I yeah, and that's what it's like, that's me. And not I even in like a, yeah, not even like in a cocky way, like, oh, no. the world revolves around me. No, it's yeah. more so like, oh, I bet you that they're thinking such and such about me. So then yeah. I have, in my mind, I think I have to prove Compen- to everyone around me that I'm a good person or whatever. And yeah. like, I don't have the intentions of probably what they're not even thinking anyways, but in my yeah. head, that's what they're thinking. Yeah. Isn't that so funny that it's like, you don't, so weird. we never think of ourselves as like, oh, I think about myself all the time. Hell no. No, it's like, you're always thinking about other people, but thinking about what they're thinking of you and in yeah. reality they're probably not paying like a second thought to it and truly who cares when you think about it logically it's like who cares but when you're in that like mood or 
that mindset, yeah. you're like, oh my God, like they fucking hate me. Yeah. They hate me. Truly, I think it, what probably like the stem of it is, is us not being sure with ourselves, like within ourselves, yeah. you know, because if we were, regardless of what we did, if we were like genuinely just like unapologetically being ourselves and that was it, if someone didn't like it or they did, we, like you said, who cares? We wouldn't care. Return to like, sender. We, yeah, we know we're yeah. being, just being ourselves, being a good person, whatever. Yeah. But if I'm speaking from like speaking for myself, no, I'm being honest, hard. you know, like it's I'm not sure hard. of myself and trying to figure all that out. Right. So that process is really hard yeah. to like walk in. You know, I feel like I somewhat know who I am, but at the same time, the overthinking comes into play where it's like, damn. And it's also because you're not to say that. Okay, this is going to sound kind of weird, but I can explain it. Not to say that we like are different people with different people, but like I do act a little bit different with you than I would, let's say, certain people in my family or right certain things like that like if I'm more comfortable with you you're going to get more of me like who I actually am versus like the version I let other people know if that makes sense yeah like not to say that I'm I'm not like it's not like that at all but it's just like I don't feel I can be myself with you if I don't feel like safe enough and so you don't get that version of me so then it's like that's my boundary like yeah. you don't get to know who I really am. You get to know like this surface level version, I guess. Yes, a you surface know? level. That's like yeah. the perfect kind of word to to sum it up, I guess, you know? Right. And that's the part that really gets me, honestly, is like, I wish I could just be the type of person that I was just, whoever it was, I was just myself. I didn't care. I didn't have to filter out like, okay, I'm comfortable with this person. I'm just be silly, be goofy, whatever. Yeah. Like, I could just meet someone and already kind of be that. And I feel like that's how you start to, make a, a deeper connection with somebody because right. that's you your know. true personality exactly yeah and if yeah. you some you if someone really connects with you then like cool and if someone doesn't then okay cool like yeah. we just our personalities don't match you know and that's right fine. but I don't even know that because I can't let myself get to that point of comfortability to just openly be that with anybody right. besides people I already know I'm comfortable with exactly and then you know? also it's like with that though it's like okay if we were to be more open it's like Okay, but when it where's the boundary between just trusting too easily? Yeah, you know. Yeah. So it's like oh, it's hard. Well, and I'm like not saying they're out here making new friends all the time and all that. No, no. But I'm just saying, like in that scenario, like if you're meeting a new friend, for example, and like they seem cool, but like they can only seem cool because you don't know them. Yeah. You can't yeah. say really much else, but like if you start giving a little bit of your personality and it goes good, it's like, okay, cool. But then also are you trusting too soon? And then like letting your guard down too soon or. I think that's our trust issues. Yeah. I think we really do. And and that's kind of. We do it to protect ourselves. Exactly. And that's where it gets hard because it's like, even it it feels the same, right? It feels the same as in like being openly yourself with somebody and kind of just like making this deeper connection that like we have to be able to talk about, you know, deeper issues or things that we would only talk about with people we know we can trust. Yeah. But it's hard to differentiate that. Yeah. You know, it's like, I only show this side of, you know, myself with the people I trust. So how do I just openly do that without then oversharing or- Exactly. That's the part that I have a problem with too. It's like- 
being open and vulnerable versus oversharing and now yeah. like I trauma dumped on this person and like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like that's not like, good bro all I asked was what you had for lunch <laughs> like I just I said know. what's your favorite color <laughs> so like what do you do what do you do? Yeah, that's the hard part. <laughs> and that's again where social anxiety comes to play. Right. Like, to where I don't even want to go problem. anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna stay my ass home because now I'm stressed. Yeah. It's a it's a bit of a shit show, honestly. Yeah. Like yeah. trying to piece it together is like I really want to. I really genuinely want I'd to. I'd love to, to have it together. Where, oh my god, I would love to be able to just have an open I used to honestly <laughs> I used like, to, oh be my able god. to have a conversation with anybody. Yeah. Like I didn't care whatever it was, I didn't care like we could have a conversation about anything and like keep it going. As long as the other person too is, you know, like at least responding to me. Like yeah. I don't even have to go into depth about nothing. But like if right. you're just responding cool, I can keep a conversation going. Yeah. For some reason now I have such a harder time doing that. Like mm-hmm. I'll think in my head shit we're not talking what what should I say right like oh it's silent oh let me think of something think of something think of something and then I'm like all I can either think about is either something that's too deep that like I can't just jump into this conversation with this person are you gonna scare them (laughs) yeah or it's like the most generic basic vague thing that's just like that small talk that is so annoying right to me that's the weather I don't want to fucking talk about the weather I don't care I actually just finished, well, not this past one, but I finished reading a book about, like, literally about small talk, right? Mm-hmm. And it was kind of saying, because that's something I hate. I hate small talk. I hate. Because it's, like, cringe almost. It's so cringe and it's yeah. just boring. And, you know, it's very, like you said, it's very surface level, you know? Mm-hmm. And, but the book was pretty much saying, like, you have to pretty much learn to master small talk to get past it. You mm-hmm. can't, you have to get good at it so that you don't have to deal with it no more. Yeah, you know, it's just like everything it. else. You have to freaking practice to be good at it. Yes. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> things that like <laughs> come so easily to people. Yeah, <laughs> for us, we just struggle with it so hard. Like I think about how exhausted I'm gonna be after an event versus. But honestly, I feel like I'm you're so, so good excited at to go to such and such. <laughs> no, but I feel like you're so good. Like seeing really? you talk with people. It doesn't seem like small talk though. Like you make it very casual and very natural. Dude, in my like, body, I'm literally fucking panicky. No, but it doesn't come across that way though. Like oh, at least thank to me. God. And I mean, maybe it's the blind leading the blind because I'm saying like, I don't know about it either. But like, like to me, you too. <laughs> it looks so you don't look too. awkward to me either. I would tell you like, oh girl, like we need a war gun. <laughs> I'm not gonna have you out here crazy if I knew something better. I don't. I just guess I fake it well. I don't know. No, yeah, like I'm I just panic. To me, it looks like you know it's very just natural. You know, like whatever making conversation because recently we kind of had to do that. You know, like, yeah. and I think like you were it just went doing well. Really I think well. yeah. Cool. No, I think it went really, really well. Thanks, boss. Um, you know, the other side could have been a very different experience, but like yeah. at least in my opinion, I thought it went fine. I think and, it went um, well, yeah. Yeah. And so it's just kind of like, you know, figuring that out and and learning how to master it, I guess. Right. And I think too, like you said, like not being a hundred percent sure of yourself or knowing who you are, I feel like is really hard. Yeah, because I will instantly feel like if I said something that maybe someone made a face to or or no like one responded to anything at all yeah, or so, no one said anything back, I'm going to think about that 
for the rest of the fucking week. Like I'm gonna think about like months damn, from now. Maybe I yeah, like maybe I showed too much of my personality. Maybe yeah. that was weird. Now they think I'm cringe. Now that was that oversharing. Yeah, and anytime, like anytime I open up about something that's like vulnerable or something, I will always think about it afterwards. Like, oh dang, I shouldn't have done that. Oh damn, right? Or I should have just been fucking quiet. Like, why did I have to be the only one to say something? Yeah, (laughs) and it's the worst. Don't like. We always see that quote that's like, "Don't dull your light" or whatever, blah blah. And it's like that's true. Like, if I. If it came across my head to say and I said it, it was on my heart for a reason to say it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like you have to kind of just let it go. But I get it, girl. It's fucking hard. And then you're like, did I say it dumb? Even I'll keep hearing it in my head, like how I even <laughs> said it. And I'm like, Fuck, why did I even say? like just shut up? Oh my God. It's so bad. No, yeah. It's so very, you know, it's rough. But I think at some point, point once we kind of get you know coming back to the boundaries part of it like once we get more sure of ourselves and yeah. we're just being you know, being naturally being ourselves or whatever and if someone doesn't like that then the, that's kind of like a that's set boundary that we have that yeah that's them you know what like that's yeah. fine but now let it affect us in the sense of like oh my god maybe I did something wrong or I mm-hmm. said something you know that I shouldn't have said it's more of just like our personalities don't match like right that's okay. Or like you said, maybe they were triggered by something and you didn't mean right. it in a bad right. way or a malicious yeah. way, but they were triggered by it. Like they're still entitled to that feeling, but in however, they have to deal with that kind of on their own. Yeah. You and know? I think that's where it gets hardest, you know, I, maybe it's the people pleasing, but I think just in general, like a decent human being, like if you felt like yeah. you triggered somebody, like I would generally feel bad, you know, yeah. I'm like, but if I didn't know that, especially if, if they're really upset. Like, exactly yeah. and, and a lot of the times they're not going to tell you that like someone's no. going to feel a type of way and they're not going to say anything directly to you right. you know they're just now going to have a they're going to feel a, a type of way about you. kind of yeah, yeah. and yeah. to me I would genuinely feel bad if I felt like I I did trigger somebody and I really yeah. I wasn't meaning to right but, ha- but you can't do anything about about it if they don't come to you yeah exactly because well, that's something I struggle with a lot is I want to try to make up for it uh-huh even though we've like it would be so much better to just have a direct conversation about right. what happened. But then but they're kind of beating around the that, bush. Yeah. Yeah. Then you feel like you have to overcompensate to right. make it, make it up. No, I agree. And it's also like, it's kind of awkward too, because you're like, I don't know why you would be acting weird toward me now. And like, if yeah. you didn't know, like you said, they never brought it to your attention. It's like, I can't do anything about that. Like you didn't even give me the opportunity to apologize or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So you're kind of having this fight with yourself at this point. And I don't know if that's a boundary that would be like, if you don't come to me directly about an issue that you have, I'm not oh, going to sure. like overexert myself anymore to try yeah. to make it up to you. Yeah, yeah. Because it's a boundary with your boundary. time and your energy. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. But I think definitely I'm kind of getting to a place, at least with that, not with everybody, but with certain people, it's like, if you feel a type of way about something and I know I didn't say it in a rude way. Yeah. I can't do anything about it. Right. And like, I'm okay with I, that at this point. Yeah. You can't give me the opportunity to do anything about it. Yeah. And like, and then it comes into those, like, I'll tell you later, like subliminal, <laughs> like these like snide um, comments and, you know, things. Petty. Like yeah. You know, and it's like, dude, like that's at this point becoming a boundary for me. It's like, I'm gonna come around less if that's what's gonna be like you know right. like if you can't, if you can't about to piss me off 
no for real <laughs> it's also like if we're at a certain place like if i can't tell you this the truth yeah i i can't offer you anything if i can't offer you the truth i'm sorry uh, yeah i don't want to be the type of person where i can't tell you the truth like right. if i feel like something there's some how do i explain it anyone that's close to me if i'm doing something wrong i want them to tell me like don't have me out here looking dumb don't have me out here don't be a yes man yeah like let me know if there's something that i can be doing better right if i didn't react to something like the best way or whatever let me know like don't you know do it in a in a kind way but like you don't have to respect me if you're gonna say something but you know like just just tell me what it is i respect that a lot more even if i don't like the moment at the end of the day like i'm gonna be happy that you told me you know so if i feel like i can't do that with somebody Mm -hmm. then to me it's a problem right you just wouldn't be as close to that person i feel like right which like you said that would be your boundary not close to you yeah, like you can't handle you know? being told when you're when something you're doing isn't right. Right. You're not allowing yourself room for growth one and like it affects other people too. Right. You know? And like, the people who you do have around you, if they were I'm gonna just say correct because I can't think of a better word. If they were to like quote unquote correct you on something that you did or said, I feel like you if that person's around you close enough to speak up and say something then you respect their opinion right. enough to listen to what they're saying. Because at the end of the day, yeah, that's still their opinion on mm-hmm. whatever the situation yeah. was or whatever you said. But like, if you hurt somebody's feelings or like you said something off to them, right? like, yes, I guess them being triggered by it is their responsibility. But if they brought it to your attention, like you actually hurt them, then I feel like, yeah, you'd be like, Oh, shit, I'm sorry. Like, I did not even I would have never said it or like, you know, had I known it was gonna hurt somebody's feelings. Yeah. But then does that mean that so they're the you are solely responsible for your triggers and also um communicating your boundaries. But is it everyone else's responsibility also to respect those boundaries or like what do they like what responsibility does someone else have with your boundaries does that make sense no it's I think it's a great question because I feel it's kind of hard though because I do think that if someone is has openly like communicated hey this is a boundary for me like or this is a trigger for me right this you know please try not to do that or say you know talk about these things whatever Uh uh-huh it's hard because I think it is, you know, just out of respect for somebody else right. to not purposely trigger them and not purposely step over a boundary that they've openly communicated that they have. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I think it's within reason. Like yeah. if you're setting these boundaries or these things that like, oh, no one can talk about the sun when they're around me <laughs> or the weather when they're around me because I have a traumatic experience. Like, right. That's not everyone else's it's gonna problem, get though. to a point where it's yeah, like, yeah, you know, so it's like, I think within reason, yeah, but like, mm-hmm. if it's almost anything, like no one can talk about anything around you, then it's something that you need to start figuring out yourself because I was you can't say that, yeah, control every you can't control the environment around you, you can just control yourself and how you, and react, how you to react to it, yeah, yeah. So it's like, that's where it kind of gets that open. easily triggered. You probably shouldn't be hanging out in group settings. I'm sorry, yeah, that's real, that's real you know it's like sorry like obviously within reason like we said if someone's just saying some off shit 
maybe just don't associate with them and it probably has less to do with you than it did does have to do with them but if it's normal conversation everyone's contributing to it and it's like whatever and you just happen to be triggered for whatever reason then like maybe remove yourself gather yourself and then come back but if it's genuinely like pointed at you or something disrespectful then I feel like that's way different yeah you know yeah because then it's like intentional I think it's just mostly the intent that really I I guess that's the most important when it comes to those like if the person's purposefully doing it then obviously that's a problem but if it's not done intently or intentionally to hurt somebody then as long as it's communicated and both you guys can kind of like well, that's the main thing is talking to the person and being like, right. hey, you know, I felt this way or yeah, just be like mm-hmm. me, find a middle ground. That's like yeah. where both of you guys are understanding each other. Right. You know? Yeah. And then also like if you can't come to a conclusion or, you know, you just can't respect each other in that way, because maybe vice versa, maybe that was their boundary the yeah. other way, you know, and if you just can't come to a decision, then I think just removing yourself and like just calling it what it is is probably the best option because you're just going to keep setting each other off you know yeah or if that person doesn't for example like your boundary might not be directly with this person it's with someone that they associate with oh yeah and so then it's like that direct person who's directly not related to you but like has a relationship with you if they're not respecting your boundary to not want to be around someone they associate with, then yeah. it's like, is that disrespecting your boundary or is that something that you just have to deal with? Yeah. You know? That's with, good... When the person's a boundary, what do you do? That's what I'm saying. That's and I have for advice. Like no, for <laughs> I have a situation like that, literally. Me too. To this day, yeah. where it's like someone else is the boundary where it's like, I refuse to be around this person. I right. don't. I'm not going to put myself in a situation anymore. Yeah. We have to deal with this person, but our, like, I guess the mutual person that we both have. Right. You don't want to not have a relationship with that person or let an outside factor, I guess, have a, a factor on your relationship, but Mm -hmm. it's kind of them doing that. Like you can separate the two, but they can't. They can't. Yeah. Yeah. And so if, well, I guess they, in this situation, it's like they can. They're choosing, and they're choosing not to. to. Yeah, to stay separate then from me as well. Right. Because they're choosing, okay, well, if this person can't come, then like, yeah. I'm not coming. So you adjusted your basically like, um, I'm trying to think of the word. Like you adjusted your life to them being absent from it versus you having to adjust your boundary with that person. Yes. And that's your boundary that's yeah and that wasn't until I got like I guess old enough right. to to have a state really create that boundary yeah because as a kid like you know you get brought places oh, that's such a good that's you know what I mean topic yeah like you don't really have as much of a say in it you mm-hmm. get brought places that person's there than it is what it is right you know you have to deal with it but once you get to a certain point where it's like I don't have to go to this anymore I'm not gonna yeah. Like, if anything, I'll just either drive myself or I'll go see this person separately or whatever it is. Like, now that I have a say, I am able to create that boundary and stick to it because it's my decision. Right. And the whole not having a say is such a, like, old school type of parenting that I know because we experience it so heavy, 
we're not going to be those types of parents. Oh, yeah. You know, like if our children have a boundary with a person or with something and it's obviously reasonable, you can't be like, I don't like freaking vegetables and that's my boundary. Like obviously (laughs) not that. But if it's someone making them feel some type of way, uncomfortable or whatever the case may be, I don't give a shit who you are. Like that is is my job as your parent then to protect the advocate for yeah yeah and instead of and it was it was you know and I'm sure again that part wasn't intentional when it was like but you know I was made to adjust my boundaries right to be around this person's like oh when this person's around you know wear longer shirts or wear this or like don't wear that or you know things like that when it's like damn first off I'm a child you know like not about me yeah exactly yeah but you you know you get made to adjust other things about yourself right. or your boundaries especially being a woman yeah or you know? I guess so in that like, case a girl like a young girl yeah. yeah so it's it's a lot of adjusting your boundaries when right. you have someone in there that or you don't have people that are actually advocating the way I guess they should have been mm-hmm. you know right. and it's like I don't have any resentment but like you could have did better Right. And that's obviously if they knew better, they'd probably do better. Right. Because they probably also to their older generation, whatever that looks like, that would be them disrespecting them. And it just keeps going and going and going. Yeah. But I just because like, obviously, they didn't have their boundaries respected by their parents or enforced by their parents either. And it's just like generational. And that's why it's like, it's, you know, that it's a good thing that this generation's kind of more for lack of better words, but like woke, you know, when it comes to woke, yeah, like, you know, being more aware, aware. of feelings and, and comfortability and whatnot, right? and not making them do things that make them uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. But I also think to an extent, it's gone extreme in a lot of, you know, right. or a lot of people take it to the extreme. I think yeah. the purpose of it is absolutely correct. And I think yeah. that's what we should be doing. I just think everything gets brought to the extremes nowadays Mm -hmm. and that's where people it starts to lose its value because now everyone crying wolf every time yeah Yeah. you know it's like dude we had a we there was purpose there was purpose behind this and like it's losing it yeah (laughs) and it just goes through your fingers I just literally yeah it's kind of like the game of telephone it's like telephone where, yes, you know, like yes. you tell someone something and then it a little bit of the truth is in there, but then maybe they didn't mm-hmm. hear it the same way you did or interpret it the same way. So then yeah. they go and tell the next person and it just by the end, this freaking secret is like not the even the same way to put it. Yeah. It's like a telephone. It literally is generationally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which like makes me nervous Crazy. for the next generation, but you know, we can only do our part and when we have kids and you know how we raise them and what kind of people we want them to be when they grow up and in society right but because that's really what matters like your childhood matters a thousand percent but that's because it mirrors in some ways who you'll be as an adult but oh for sure your childhood is so short it's 18 summers that's crazy 18 summers and then you're a whole ass adult yeah So it's more so important, the things that are instilled into you as a child, because it's going to 
mirror or hopefully have something to do positively with who you are and the morals that you have and like the values that you keep as an adult because you're going to be an adult a lot longer than you're going to be a child you know yes oh my god it's kind of hard like as a kid not being able to speak up and being seen and not heard as a kid right not having a say and it's because I said so that kind of thing and then now learning I can have boundaries and I can speak up and I can avoid going to that certain person's house or going to do things with that certain person because I don't want to have to deal with such and such and as an adult I get to do that isn't that beautiful that's like one of the beautiful things. one of the only things yeah (laughs) it's like now we have like appliances (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like damn okay that's one you know that's one plus but how you still feel bad about it sometimes because you're expected to do and be who you were as a kid well because once you start you know once you realize as an adult like hey I have more say in what my boundaries are and sticking to them once you said those the people around you aren't used to those boundaries now and now they're like what's going on with you what's wrong with you or like you're being disrespectful like and it's just like no I'm finally allowing myself to protect my own peace yeah you know and that's what's the most important thing is protecting your peace yeah yeah you only got so much of it and when they say like how we were saying there was a the tiktok of a girl who was her grandpa had asked her daughter the girl's daughter to do something and I think she said either like not yet or I'll do it in a little bit. He's like, I told you to do it right now. Uh-huh. So go do it. Don't be disrespectful. Mm-hmm. So the mom was like, you know, she asked the grandpa, she's like, well, what do you think is the difference between her being disrespectful and obedient? Yeah. He's like, well, what do you mean? You know, like when you're asking her to do something, she's saying she's going to do it. You know, let's say when she's done doing what she's doing now. Right. You want her to do it right now in this moment. Yeah. She's in the middle of something. She said she's going to do it after. You're taking it as disrespectful because mm-hmm. she's not obeying what you're saying. Your like direct orders right now. Right. But is she really being disrespectful or is she just not being obedient? The obedient like, part. Right. And it's like not you being lost obedient. the control. Exactly. It's a power trip. Yeah. What it really is is a power trip. Yeah. They're like, I'm not about to be such and such age and be your grandpa. And have a kid telling you what they're going to do. That's but like, like, isn't it, like the reasoning behind it. And it like logically makes sense. Like, hey, I'm in the middle of something right now. Like, let right. me finish what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And I w- I'm not saying no. You know, I'm not yeah. saying. It, okay. So like, I, I would, for some reason, I went on this binge of like watching the pranks that like mom and kids do to the dad where the kid will tell the mom to shut up and like oh. to see the dad's reaction. Right. Uh-huh. Now. And again, I could be wrong on this. So because I know, you know, gentle parenting and all this stuff. So like, I could be wrong when I say that if my kid tells me to shut up, that I am taking as disrespect. Yeah. Because if you There's know- other ways to... you could have said what you need to say. Exactly. Yeah. So like, yeah. to me, I would take that as disrespect. I'm not telling sure. you, like, I didn't tell you to do anything. Or if I said, hey, can you go do the dishes? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh my God, mom, shut up. That's Girl. rude. That's a, yeah, dang, all I said was go do the dishes. Like, right. But, and I'm not it would so, be one of those things where like your head spins around like who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> like an owl just all the way who? before who? you go check them because you can't <laughs> yeah. come at them as like I don't to a certain extent I don't agree that you should be disrespectful back to them because that's not teaching them right anything. right you know and that's where also that's where who the fuck like, are you talking to exactly that's where it gets so hard <laughs> it's like yo if my kid ever told me to shut up Bro, or something right. 
it's not going to go Lord, well. May the Lord be with me and may the Lord be with my child because that's crazy. Like to tell your, to, to tell a parent to shut up is like right. pretty wild, especially like uncalled for, you know, like unnecessarily. Uh-huh. But to me, that's disrespectful. But like, if they said, hold on, mom, I'm in the middle of like this, and, like yeah. I'm going to go do it and like, give me 10 minutes. Right. Okay. Like, you're yeah. still going to go do it. So uh-huh. it is what it is. I don't need you to do it right now in this moment, unless right. like something else is going on. It's the control. Like you said, like the it's power the of knowing, like, I can make them go do it right now if I cause a problem, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And then that takes away their own like individuality of, you know, I have to drop everything I'm doing mm-hmm. to go do whatever this person wants. Yeah. You know, I mean, literally, I've been told, like, you have kids basically to do those things for you like the mundane little like random stupid take out the trash Uh do the dishes type thing like I've literally been told that to my face I'm like it's like crazy too because depending on you know obviously depending on the child but like also how you raise them kids will start doing things on their own Cause they also mirror of what they see. Right. Yeah. So like one of the main things is leading by example. So if they see like, Hey, every time she, when she's eating and she is done, she takes her plate to the sink and rinses it off. Right. She doesn't just leave it there. Okay. Like, let me start also doing that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So like certain little things they pick up on as kids. So like, if you were doing that, then they would start doing it. Exactly. But you're and expecting you follow- your kid to do those things for you. Yeah. 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 So it's like, it's just kind of crazy how boundaries can get mixed up, you know, disrespect, the term or meaning of disrespect and obedience can get misconstrued. And, right. But really, it's crazy how it affects you all the way up until you're into your adulthood. Yeah, like in the fact that if you do the right thing and you do listen and you're obedient and this and that more than likely if you were raised in that logic you're going to be a people pleaser yes so then it's like how the fuck is this helping me in any way shape or form i'm just being obedient and then it's like that shit can get dangerous very like very quickly you know and i think it it you know can really take away any type of creativity or individuality individuality in the sense of showing your own personality because it can get taken a type of way and then you don't want to have to deal with whatever that comes with. Right. And I also heard this term and now when I heard it, it was something called like glass child something. Mm-hmm. And when we looked it up, it wasn't what I had heard. And when I seen it, I, it's, you know, TikTok, so, you know, obviously everything great yeah. assault, but like when we looked it up, it was actually referred to as when some, when there's a, like, say you have a sibling that's sick or, you yeah. know, has, you know life-threatening something mm-hmm. and so the other and uh, the other siblings kind of they get called the glass children because all of the parents attention is going towards the child that's sick or has something going right. on with them yeah and they kind of get left in the background on tiktok it was that same concept but not necessarily that that the, there was a sick child it was more of like the sibling was just always getting into stuff or always had something going on or was kind of like in a sense like maybe the problem child yeah so you being the one, you kind of had to maintain that being the child that didn't cause your parents those right. problems. Or that, like cause them more stress because exactly. they're already dealing with enough with so-and-so. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, Dude. Well, you know, that also really 
because I had never heard that before. So when I heard, I've I never like, heard that term either. I was like, well, that kind of you know opens a lot of doors in a sense because then I'm like, well, that also comes into play with becoming a people pleaser mm-hmm. because you see what you know what your parents are going through, what the child's going through when it comes to them having all these different issues. You're on right. seeing it kind of from you know like an outside perspective. Right. You don't want to be the one also adding to them. You want to be the one that's like always listens and does what they're told and not a problem for them pretty much exactly yeah and then you know that's kind of the same concept when it comes to not allowing yourself to really be yourself because you're just thinking of the other people exactly like how do I fit in or how can I like shape shift my personality to yeah blend with these people that I'm sitting with or whatever the case yeah yeah no that makes so much sense I've heard like I know the feeling of that I just didn't know right. that there was like a, a term. term for it yeah yeah and then it's also like you don't really get to show your parent or whomever's taking care of you the real version of you because it's yeah. always been a dulled version mm-hmm. because of dulled. that yes yeah oh, it's, like it's been dulled yeah because it's like oh well if I'm too much then I'm gonna then be a problem and it's crazy because you could be the youngest feeling like that. You could be the oldest feeling like that. You could be in the middle somewhere. Like it really doesn't have a specific like type of person. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Do you think that also has to do with like empathy? Like people who are like empaths and like, oh my God, this is getting dangerous. I think like empaths and it could, and you can just like naturally be an empath. Sure. But I really feel like when you're, when you grow up in a certain environment to where you have to really be observant of right people's like overly observant behavior I guess because yeah. you, you how do I explain it like you want to either diffuse a situation or protect the peace prote- it, yeah. yes you want Just to protect like what the we said before so like, yeah the second you notice someone's something's going on you have to try to like okay let me try to fix this let right. me try to get in between this like make sure it doesn't get more than what it is now yeah or even you know? the tone of what they said it's not even an yeah. action yet maybe it's yeah the tone yeah. Of something that was said you're like shit so like, like you're, you're like a dog like your ears observing. go up like yes. oh shit like something's gonna happen yeah and I yeah. think that's what also it's like it triggers that fight or flight and then yes. you're like I need to do something to fix that's it. why it's so hard to break that when it comes to anyone else you meet because if you yeah. hear a certain tone or like you know they say something in a certain way now you're like oh shit like this can go left like let right. me let's backtrack 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 let's try yeah. to like avoid whatever's happening yes mm-hmm. yes because you try you want to avoid any kind of confrontation because yeah. confrontation which doesn't always have to be a bad thing mm-hmm. was right you know so like you don't know because it's uh, usually uncomfortable and you run away from yeah. things that make you feel uncomfortable yeah. when sometimes that's what you needed to grow you know like sometimes like this conversation it's not uncomfortable because we're comfortable with each other but we're not very much comfortable with boundaries in general like we're still working on it ourselves so the ideas behind the conversation is a little bit uncomfortable and something that we probably need to talk about in order to um, embody it better right yeah so it's kind of like I don't know. You're kind of damned if you do, damned if you don't, bro. For real. But That's what sucks. It's it's one of those things like you kind of have to just take a chance, see what results happen, and then, all right, adjust from there because that didn't work, but we could try it again, maybe a little a little altered, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't know. tweak it's it a little bit. Trial and error. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what's um 
the error is like once you hit an error like a couple times you're like I'm never doing this again and yeah do that again because you're cringe by yourself yeah you know and that's what makes it so hard because you're like you have to get past that yeah but it's not like, even secondhand embarrassment if it happened to you <laughs> no, I'm like no and then and then it's like if there was other people around not only am I embarrassed by oh myself, my god yeah. and I get embarrassed because if those people got embarrassed that means it was even like 20 times worse <laughs> than what I thought it was and they all have a story that has to do with yes. me and I'm already embarrassed yeah <laughs> I'm embarrassed it's embarrassing. Embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Shit, social anxiety sucks. It really does. I really, really I, I applaud the people that have either grown past it. Yeah. If you've never had it, good for you. But I'm more looking at the people, or I, I admire the people that have had it and got past it because that's yeah. just hard. Right. That's if you so never dealt with it, you can't sit with that. I'll be like, well, what the hell? Like, why am I listening to you for? You yeah. know what the fuck I'm talking about? Dude, it's so funny. <laughs> I've seen this TikTok and shoot, it was like a, a mom or a older sister or something with a younger boy. He was probably maybe like 10, 11. And she was saying, he's, she was like, yeah, you know, he struggles with autism. And he was like, I don't struggle. I just have it. <laughs> he said, bitch, what the fuck? He said, who are you to tell me? Who's struggling? I'm struggling. <laughs> I like I that. He set a boundary. Exactly. You don't know struggle? He said, I'm not struggling. I just <laughs> I like that. Dude, like it that. had me rolling. I could not That's stop. I was yeah. like, and you better. That's right. How old is he? He was probably like 11, maybe 12 at the most. And can stand up for himself better than I can. Period. Like, <laughs> At 20 fucking <laughs> <okay>, five. <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. And I think, I mean, obviously, we the fact that we've gone to a point where we're more aware of the, yeah. you know, what's going on is growth from right. before. But I almost feel like it's, I don't know, any stage is hard. But it's like hard when you know what's wrong. Yeah, and yeah. You're like trying to fix it, but it's not working yet. Right. And it's, it's like, also dude, like, I'm, I'm too if, aware now. But it's also because, like, you know, with anxiety too, it's like, okay, if you do too much avoiding, like, if you're, if your go to coping mechanism is avoiding and shutting down and reclusing and all that, it's like, okay, so then when I'm put in an uncomfortable position, I want to then like retreat as a boundary. But then it's also like, okay, am I now am I just avoiding all my problems? But I'm saying that's a boundary. You know what I mean? Like, that's hard. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's fucking hard, bro. I think we just um <laughs> I think that this conversation really just sums up the fact that we probably need therapy. <laughs> oh, 100%. And let me tell you something right now. Okay, guys, because I know that in a past um episode I mentioned that I really wanted to start therapy. Now, I'm not going to say nothing about Kaiser. Oof. But let me just tell you, mm-hmm. it is really hard Yeah. when you get to the point where you're like, okay, I'm ready for therapy. I'm open to it. I want right. to try it. And you try to make appointments and they're mu- like, you get one appointment a mm-hmm. month. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like- and They're 40 minutes. In the hell you. is that going to do for me? 40 like, minutes long too. At that point, I mean- you're not even going to get, we're not even going to get past the surface level for like two years. 
exactly. if we're doing one a month, like once a month sessions right. for 40 minutes to an hour. And I don't like, it's hard for me to open up in general. Yeah. But especially to like some random person mm-hmm. who at, for, it's going to be a long time before we even touch on like what the root of the problem is for whatever yeah. it is we're going through. Like, what is once a month going to do for me? Absolutely right. nothing. Like yeah. literally nothing. So and it's also, so hard. Some people end up not starting at their childhood for that sole purpose. They, they'll yeah. be like, what I'm dealing with right now. And then if they build a connection with that person and then they start unpacking things, right. they do it that way. But it's also like you're paying for all of these appointments. Especially, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, like, it gets also pricey. that, you know, finding someone that you do get like a connection with. So finding yeah. the doctor that works for you and that can take a while, you know, like, right. and that part of it's starting fine, each time, but you're starting over yeah. each time and it's once a month. Yeah. Like, I, it's and the notes that they're reading ridiculous. are just interpretations. It's not from your mouth. They're not putting, yeah. they're not sitting there directly typing what you're saying. They're just interpreting it and yeah. putting it in there. So the way that the doctor, the next person is reading it, they might think you're batshit crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and you're sitting there talking about fucking random stuff. They're like, this is not like correlating with what the other doctor said. So then it takes yeah. even more layers to get to that point. Like I haven't found a doctor that I was like, oh my God, you know. Like you this. felt good. Yeah, this. Yeah. Like my sister had to go outside of Kaiser mm-hmm. to find someone that she could speak with weekly, once a week. Yeah. And it's like really been helping her. Oh, that's awesome. You know, it's, it's, but she, it took a lot for her to get, to get with that other person. Kaiser didn't want to help her get there. She had to go through multiple different people. And it's just, it's crazy that you have to go through so much trying to advocate for yourself, you know, trying to going through so much to say, like, I'm, I need help. I need to speak to a therapist Mm -hmm. and you're getting a, a pushback right you know, but oh but like mental health is so important that's what but i was when just I'm pushing say. for it for myself mm-hmm. you guys are fighting me you know right. like i'm just saying i need to go outwards of this because it's not working mm-hmm. what's wrong with that exactly or on your first appointment they're so quick to be like okay well we can see each other monthly and you can also take this medication in between and like you know we can put you on this medication that's gonna help you and blah blah yeah. and like have your own opinion. Don't listen to us. We're not doctors, but I'm just saying like, they're so quick to sign that prescription over and just throw you away versus sitting there and actually giving you the fucking time of day to be like, damn, getting to the root of the problem. Yeah. I feel like the medication without obviously. And like we, like you said, we're not doctors and this is just our personal opinion. But like, if we have a few sessions and I tell you what's going on, we haven't, even touched on really anything of significance yet mm-hmm. and you're pushing a medication on me it feels to me like you're just putting a band-aid over it yeah you know like you're not even really trying to get to the root of the problem you're just trying to maintain somewhat of a healthy like state right. but that's not gonna work in the long run besides me getting stuck on these pills exactly because I haven't figured out how to myself actually deal and cope with whatever it is that's whatever emotions memories experiences like whatever yeah you know that's not teaching me nothing besides let me just take this pill exactly and then also if you are going to do medication personally I just think that you need to have an exit plan like it's not a I'm gonna give you this prescription you have unlimited refills and you're gonna take it for the rest of your life you know like there should be an exit plan to where they're like 
we're going to start you on this, see how you do. And if you truly do have like a chemical imbalance or, you know, something more than. Right. I don't mean to say like more than just anxiety because it's not just anxiety, but I mean something that like truly, truly is altered or something in your brain. Like, I don't know that talk therapy is going to heal that if there's Mm -hmm. something missing. You know what I mean? Oh, for sure. So it's like if you do have to take it, it's like, okay, we're going to start you with this, monitor you, but also you're going to be on it for X amount of years or days or months or whatever, because we don't want this to be a lifetime thing. I don't think it should be like that unless it's something like very severe. I I definitely agree with that. I feel like it shouldn't be, it's almost like a crutch, you know, like I just feel like it should, if it genuinely helps you, amazing. Yeah. But I I don't think it should be like, right. yeah. Yeah. But like, I just don't think it should be the only thing, you know what I'm saying? Like, I feel like with the medication, as long as it's helping, yeah. Also, you should be doing other things or, you know, having those whatever sessions that still teach you how to work through those emotions Yeah. on your own. Right. Because in general, it's just good knowledge to have. Like, even yeah. if you're not dealing with whatever it is, you know, mentally, like depression, anxiety, whatever. Yeah. It's just good knowledge to have to know how to handle your emotions and exactly. like deal with it. Because at any point, people. exactly. Mm-hmm. Like at any point in every single person's life, someone's going to go through something traumatic. Like it's right. just a part of life, whether it's. Yeah you know, a death or whatever, like, it's just, it is what it is. Everyone yeah. goes through it. So you have, it's, you have to know how to deal with those. Exactly. You know, if it's you like, don't like that first time, it like really sets the tone well. for kind of how you deal with it going forward. And mm-hmm. granted, yes, like certain people might be closer to you, might affect you more. I'm just saying like grief in general is just fucking insane. Like we could definitely probably cry our eyes out doing an episode about that (laughs) I don't know if anyone would want to watch that because it's just gonna be us crying on the couch but here's our snot sniffling (laughs) right like y'all want us to be vulnerable that's the fucking topic but I just feel like everything is such a personal thing and I just if it's done with kindness and like with good intentions like you said like everything will be all right you know but if it's certain people that you don't need in your life because they're an unhealthy person, then put that healthy boundary of separating yourself because that matters more because I'm sure they're not thinking about how they're affecting you. They're not Mm -hmm. thinking about how they're hurting you. You're only worried about the hurt that they're causing, you know? Right. I'm just not here for it no more. No. And I don't think anybody should be. It's again, if you're, it's hard when you're still young especially if you're getting put into situations that you have no control over. Right. Right. But getting to the point where you can now make your own boundaries, Mm -hmm. really stick to them. And if the people around you, it it might take some time for them to get used to it. Yeah. If they're not trying to get used to it, then you don't need them in your life. But if I think you can find someone, I think it's also allowing people time to adjust too. you know, Mm -hmm. because like, I get that it can be, you know, oh, shit, this is new or, oh, I don't know. I've never had to deal with this before. Yeah. I've never had to, like, work with this before. So right. I get that. But I think if someone, as long as someone's genuinely trying to make the effort, then I can appreciate that. Yeah. But if you're just completely fighting me back on it and saying I'm wrong because right. I'm setting like this Like gaslighting me? Then yeah. Ex- yeah. If yeah. you're going to do that, then it's like, okay, I don't need that. Yeah. You know? We can call it quit. We can be. Yeah you know not really even like family, whatever really just like important. Important, I guess yeah you know yeah if it's like a forced situation 
but personally i'm not gonna like go out of my way to go and hang out with you and have a relationship yeah so i think you know if you have boundaries definitely i would say every once in a while like reflect on your boundaries yeah so i think there's always room for for self-correction you know if you have like a lot a lot of boundaries maybe it's something also internally you need to work on yeah lord knows i have more so if you have more boundaries for other people than you do personal boundaries then that's probably also a problem yeah yeah so you know you're not self-aware but definitely stick to your boundaries if they're really important to you if it's something that means like you know it hits you a certain way and when someone crosses that it really affects you then stick to it and don't allow those people to do that to you because they could care less you know exactly they really could care less or could not care less and you're going to be affected by that in the long run so much more deeply Mm -hmm. you're going to carry it yes yeah Yeah. and that's the hardest part so I really like what you said keep those set boundaries for yourself too because so much that's really the most important we're just trying to help you guys like when we learn something knowledge is power so we're going to share that with you guys too and hopefully and it's it's so much easier to say it to you guys obviously you know we're still working on that too and we tell each other the same things like we'll be telling she'll be telling me I'll be telling her but when it's yourself obviously it's so much harder like you don't even realize you're not holding yourself to it in the moment Mm -hmm. because those other factors of like people pleasing or overthinking or anxiety like those come into play and that's what clouds everything I think what we were saying toward the end I think has to do or kind of goes with the wisdom of the week so should we just start there because I definitely don't remember where we left off (laughs) no no yeah I don't remember where we left off I feel like I know it did tie in though I know we were like yeah being a good transition to the the we're trying to get there we just got cut off (laughs) (laughs) okay all right I'm gonna leave y'all with some wisdom per use y'all know what time it is And Gina found the perfect one this week. It has to do exactly with what we're talking about. Ready? Ready. Okay. Are y'all ready? Ready. (laughs) I was like, I'll just wait a second. (laughs) Okay. Save your explanations for those who are determined to understand you. Give your silence to those that are determined to misunderstand you. So just dip. Yeah. Do it. Okay. Even do it like an experiment. Like just do it for like a week or two or longer than what you would normally go without, you know, seeing or talking to this person and just see the effects that it has not having this person in your life. And then go back and be like, and if they still try, be like, yo, my I was doing great. Yeah. So I'm not about to have you come back into my life to then bring back the negative energy. If we're gonna do this, something needs to change because that and also like this week your homework is to do what <laughs> Gina said but that's kind of something that you have to maybe time out a little bit more like you probably have uh-huh. to observe for a little bit but what you can start with even like sooner than that is like noticing how your body reacts and feels around certain people like you know certain people that make you feel like damn this is gonna be a whole thing or like you're kind of trying to avoid them or you get anxious about having to see them or something like take note of that and then just maybe assess what you need to do in that situation with those people you know and remember that sometimes even 
like zoning out or disassociating Mm -hmm. can be you know a reaction to being around a certain person yeah that's something I learned about myself that I didn't realize before Mm -hmm. but when I get around you know certain people that I feel it's like okay you know gotta brace myself for this interaction for this couple hours gotta prepare I literally will like zone out Mm -hmm. like my brain is just trying to kind of get get through this time right and I know it almost puts you in like a bad mood to other people though because your body is reacting internally and you're maybe at that point I start feeling a little bit like overstimulated Mm -hmm. and then I'm like irritable or like I have a short fuse and then sometimes I end up taking it out on other people that has Mm -hmm. nothing to do with but it's just because I'm already in my mind I'm going crazy yeah you know so it's like I can't handle anything else and like you're for whatever reason like being a bug to me so like it's just too much much. Mm -hmm. yeah that's a that's a struggle (laughs) (laughs) but hopefully I I mean I feel like we were being very open and honest about what we experienced so I know there's someone out there bound to feel the same way yeah or a little part know that you know this is a safe space obviously yeah you know it's not like we can have a full-on conversation, like open conversation with you guys, but just right. know that we're all in this together. Yeah. And if you have actually gotten to the point where you are very sure of yourself and your boundaries and you've learned how to openly communicate that, drop some of your wisdom yeah. down in the comments, anywhere, whatever platform it is that you listen to this to, just because one of us will see it and then at least we can share it in the next one. Mm-hmm because oh God, that'd be so cool that. yeah we need it so you know we're just kind of sharing our more of our experience and not necessarily yeah. like you know what we would tell each other we don't yeah. got a guide <laughs> exactly so yeah. if you have some tips like please please let us know even if you don't think like oh maybe this only works for me just say it anyways because you never yeah. know it can actually work for someone else too that's this whole episode we're just saying things that have yeah. been for us so i'm sure there's someone who feels the same way we were all, for the most part, raised with similar values or similar, like, upbringings. Right. If you're around our age, obviously. So I feel like a lot of people could probably relate to it. Hopefully. So let us know. Yeah. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.